Welcome to the Church of Christ at Lawrence Avenue's Worship Resource Podcast for Sunday, January the 29th. We hope everyone has had a good week, that you and your families are in good spirits, that you're in good health and prepared for today's worship service. Here are your updated announcements. Our deepest sympathy and condolences go out to the family of Millicent Carruthers, who passed away suddenly on yesterday afternoon. There are no details at this time but Brother Charles Carruthers wanted to let the congregation know that they loved us and to especially keep Bernard and the family in your prayers. Sister Carol Merritt was discharged from the hospital on Wednesday afternoon and is under the doctor's care. She thanks the congregation for your prayers and asks that you continue to keep her, Robert, and Josh in your prayers. Sister Linda Templeton thanks everyone for your prayers. Her living situation has gotten better, and she also asks for traveling grace as she travels to her son's wedding. Sister Connie Spence's son, Dion Spence, is still in an intensive care unit in Cincinnati, Ohio. He has improved slightly, but has a long way to go in his recovery. Sister Connie and Sister Pat Thanks, everyone, for your prayers and phone calls. They ask that you continue to pray for Dion and the Spence family. Brother Hathaway was not feeling well on yesterday and went to see a doctor. He asked that we keep him and his family in our prayers. Church, let's continue to remember all of our sick and shut-in, our bereaved families, as well as those who request prayers for traveling grace. Continue to pray for all of those you may have on your personal prayer list, and let's continue to keep each other in our prayers. I ask that you join me this Wednesday evening as we continue with our study series titled Growing Old Gracefully in God's Grace. Lord willing, we will continue with Chapter 6, Handling Worry, Stress, and Anxiety. I look forward to being with you again this Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m. This concludes today's updated announcements. We will now begin today's worship service. Good morning, everyone. We welcome everyone here to our services here at the Church of Christ that meets here at 904 Lawrence Avenue. It is good to see each and every one of you here with us uh, this morning. Uh, Those that are visiting with us, we are delighted and happy to have you to be with us and do hope that you come back and be with us once again. Uh, As as a whole congregation, uh, we're blessed to be in the land of the living on this day, God giving us another day, another opportunity to worship him in spirit and in truth. As a reminder, masks are required the entire time that you're in the uh, building, so we appreciate you keeping your mask on. Uh, No food or drink allowed in the auditorium. Check your cell phones, please. Make sure your cell phones are on mute or off. We do not want any disturbances while we are worshiping and reverencing God. So make sure that our phones are on mute. (laughs) Visual aid right there. (laughs) See, that's what it sounds like when your phone is on. Yeah. 
Okay, everybody got it, right? Okay. Now, phone's off. Well, that was timing, wasn't it? Good to see Sister White. I know she wasn't feeling well last week. We were told, good to see you here with the Sister White. Our announcements. Sister Andrea Shelton is still in the hospital. She is in St. Thomas Midtown. She is receiving uh, visitors and phone calls. Uh, is getting some better, uh, still receiving treatment. Also, Sister Kara Merritt is also in the hospital. She's also in uh, St. Thomas Midtown Hospital, also uh, room number 5316. She is in, her pain is improving, uh, but still is receiving treatment, uh, so she wants us to keep her in prayer. She is receiving visitors and also phone calls. So let's keep both of them in our prayers. Uh, Sister Connie Spence's son, Dion Spence, he is still in ICU, uh, but his heart rate is improving. <clears throat> so that's God. So we want to continue to pray for him and for Connie and for, and for Patricia both, <clears throat> excuse me, as they attend to his care out of state. <clears throat> <clears throat> On a sad note, Brother Clifton Stedman passed away last Monday, January the 16th. And you may be thinking, okay, who is that? Uh, he hadn't been here since COVID-19 uh, hit. Uh, he had some ailments. But he sit right back there where Sister Minnie uh, Gift is sitting right now. Very quiet, uh, wi uh, very mild-mannered uh, brother who came to Lawrence Avenue from a congregation out of state. Uh, so he, he was not with us very long, uh, but he did pass away last Monday. God allowed a few of us to see him a week before that, uh, to visit with him and saw his condition at that time. But he did pass away, <coughs> excuse me, January the 16th uh, in his apartment. The staff at the apartment found him that afternoon. Uh, so our prayers go out to uh, his family, his brother, that's been here before, our prayers to him, and he had other siblings also, so we want to keep that family in our prayer. The funeral service will be conducted at the VA cemetery on McCory Lane, that's the one in Pegram, Tennessee, uh, just outside of West Nashville, on this Thursday, <clears throat> January the 26th, and that time is 10 a.m. at the cemetery. Uh, you can see on the website there is a funeral home uh, called Compassion Funeral and Cremation Services uh, that has his body. And they have a website where you can see the, the picture of Brother Stedman and also the details. Again, that is Compassion Funeral and Cremation Services. Uh, we will text you that. Uh, in case you want to view that, but it has a very nice uh, young picture of Brother Stepman and also the details about his services. So our prayers go out to Brother Clifton's family. <clears throat> we want to keep uh, Vernon, uh, Vernon Bond, who is the son of Sister Mary Bond, in our prayers as he is recovering from a medical procedure that he had last week. And let's keep Sister Pella in our prayers as she is still caring for her 
husband's illness and having to give him shots around the clock. And also, his eye surgery went well. So she's asking our prayers for <clears throat> her as she is attending to his care and also uh, for his health and strength and for their family. Sister Erica's, Erica Kansas' mother, uh, Sister Mary Patterson Murphy, her surgery last week went well, uh, and we, all, uh, we want to continue to keep her in prayer as she is in Vanderbilt Hospital. <clears throat> Brother Trenton Moore is not with us this morning. He is uh, dealing with problems with his allergy which a lot of us are having, but that's why we don't see him this morning, so we want to keep him in prayer. <clears throat> uh, dear Lawrence Avenue family, I would like to thank you for playing a major role in my spiritual upbringing from a child up until now. I have decided to move my membership to the Jackson Street Church of Christ as I continue to grow in my Christian journey you will always be my family, and I thank you uh, and love you all uh, with love. And this comes from Sister uh, Courtney Spivey, uh, with that she's now moving membership from here to Jackson Street. We know Corey, her brother, is the assistant minister there at Jackson Street. So uh, hate to see her not here, uh, but glad she's in the Lord and understand her relationship with her brother uh, very much. So. Uh, we are thankful for being a part of Sister Courtney's life and pray that she will continue to strive in the Lord. <clears throat> Area Invitations, Jackson Street, Church of Christ. They are having a, a new generation. Uh, it says the leadership and the next generation youth staff at the Church of Christ at Jackson Street are requesting the attendance of your congregation for a black history program that will take place on Saturday, January, February the 18th, 2 p.m. Uh, on that Saturday, and if this information will be posted, it says attendance is free. <clears throat> the Schrader Lane Church of Christ will be having on January the 28th a youth task, uh, the Schrader Lane Youth Task Force Committee will host this No Child Left Behind event centering on human trafficking and child safety. This is a free event to the public, uh, and the, the event will take place at Schrader Lane, and that time is 8 a.m. until noon. A grab-and-go lunch will, will be provided at noon, meaning no eating in the building. Again, that time is 8 to noon on January the 28th. I'll order service this morning. Okay, if you didn't hear that, Brother John Phillips is feeling ill this morning. That's why he's not here and asking for our prayers. Order service this morning. Sing in, Brother uh, Taylor Moore, our scripture and prayer, Brother Sam Otis, our sermon, Brother Robert McLean, our prayer for offering and Lord's Supper, Brother William Kentz, and our closing prayer, Brother Timmy Jones. Taking up collection this morning, Brother Steve McLaren, and also Brother Tyrone Moore. 
Let us now prepare for our morning worship service. Good to see our visitors that just came in this, uh, this morning, uh, just now. Good to see you all here with us. Good morning. How y'all doing today? All right. For our first selection, let's all turn to page 720. 720 for our first selection. Watch and pray. 720. Seven two zero. Our family, let's all sing. Watch and pray for the Lord is coming, coming in the clouds someday. And wash your robes in the cleansing fountain. <clears throat> watch and pray, and watch and pray. Oh, watch and pray, for we know not the hour when the Lord shall come. And watch and pray, oh, watch and pray, and be ready to enter the soul's bright home. He may come in the early morning, he may come at close of day. And watch and pray in his promise, trusting. Watch, oh, watch and pray. And watch and pray. Oh, watch and pray. For we know not the hour when the Lord shall come. And watch and pray. Oh, watch and pray. And be ready to enter the soul's bright home. So give heed to the Savior's warning and his blessed word obey. And be prepared when he comes to meet him. Watch, oh, watch and pray. And watch and pray. Oh, watch and pray. For we know not the hour when the Lord shall come and watch and pray. Oh, watch and pray and be ready to enter the soul's bright home. Page 819. 819. I shall not be moved. Page 819. Scripture reading and prayer will follow. Page 819. All found, let's all sing. Glory, hallelujah, I shall not be moved. And anchored in Jehovah, I shall not be moved. Just like a tree, as planted by the waters, I shall not be moved. And I shall not be, I shall not be moved. And I shall not be, I shall not be moved. Just like a tree. As planted by the waters, I shall not be moved. In this love abiding, I shall not be moved. And in him confiding, I shall not be moved. Just like a tree, as planted by the waters, I shall not be moved. 
and I shall not be, I shall not be moved, and I shall not be, I shall not be moved just like a tree, as planted by the waters, I shall not be moved. Though all hell assail me, I shall not be moved, and Jesus will not fail me, I shall not be moved just like a tree, as planted by the waters, I shall not be moved. And I shall not be, I shall not be moved. And I shall not be, I shall not be moved just like a tree. As planted by the waters, I shall not be moved. And though the tempest rages, I shall not be moved. And on the rock of ages, I shall not be moved just like a tree. As planted by the waters, I shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. And I shall not be, I shall not be moved just like a tree. As planted by the waters, I shall not be moved. Our scripture text this morning is taken from the book of Isaiah, the chapter 6, verses 1 through 6. Isaiah 6, verses 1 through 6. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphim, each one had six wings, was plain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door moved at the voice of him that cried. And the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphim unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongue from off the altar. Isaiah 6, 1 through 6. May God have a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. Right. <clears throat> Shall we bow? Eternal God, our Heavenly Father, the God that does all things well, 
the God that have called us to be his children. We're thankful, Lord, for all of your wonderful blessings that you have showered upon us from our early existence down to this present time. We're thankful for Jesus dying on the cross through his different suffering, we all might have a right to the tree of life. Forgive us of our sins, our shortcomings, our mistakes since the last time we approached our throne. And we ask, Lord, that you not hold them against us in this life, nor condemn us in the life to come. We come praying, Lord, a special blessing upon those that are sick and shut in, those that are in hospital that have gone through surgery and come out. We're thankful, Lord, that your mighty hand was upon them. Pray, Lord, that thou continue to give them health and strength. We pray, Lord, for those that have lost loved ones. Lord, we know that thou art a God of all comfort. We ask and we're praying, Lord, that you give them the comfort that they stand in need of. We pray, Lord, for the grand old church, heaven-born, blood-bought, that we might go therein and work out our salvation through fear and trembling. We pray, Lord, for this congregation here as we stand, stand boldly proclaiming the risen Christ that died for the sins of mankind. Pray, Lord, that you be with the leaders of this congregation, that they lead in a way that thou get all the glory and all the praise. We pray, Lord, for Brother McLean as he stand before us this morning and open up thou truth. Pray, Lord, that the thing that he say might prick our hearts, make us to live better Christian lives, make us willing to do more for thy cause. Lay them down in the deep treasures of thy word, that he might be able to write the by the old from the new and tell us those things that we must do in order to be saved. We pray for our world that's reeling and rocking in a cesspool of sin and evil. We pray, Lord, that hearts might be touched, that men, women, boys, and girls might realize that there is a reality in serving a true and a living God. We pray, Lord, for the war-torn world in Ukraine, with all of the violence that's going on in the world of turmoil. We ask, Lord, that leaders will come to the round table of peace and study war no more. Bless our world, Lord, in which we live, our cities, our state where it seemed that life
Folks have no concern or no care for one another. Praying, Lord, that our eyes might be open, that we might have love towards one another. Be with us, guide us, keep us in your care. May we continue to stand bold as a church and tell the world that the way of the cross leads home. We thank you for all that you do, all that you have done, all that you continue to do in our lives. Lord, when it's yours to call and ours to answer, Pray, Lord, that thou might be able to say, well done, thou good and faithful servants. Enter thou into the joys of the world. Lord, that will be enough. We ask it all in the name of him that hung between the twilights of two worlds. In the name of him that gave up the ghost and said, it is finished. In the name of your son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. That's all more page 50 for the invitation song. Page 50 for the invitation song. Now let's all turn to page 717. Victory in Jesus, 717. 717. Let's all sing. I heard an old, old story how a Savior came from glory, how he gave his life on Calvary to save a ranch like me. I heard about his groaning, of his precious blood's atoning, and then I repented of my sins and won the victory. Oh, victory in Jesus and my Savior forever. And he sought me and bought me, and with his redeeming blood, he loved me and I knew him, and all my love is due him. And he plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. I heard about his healing, of his cleansing power revealing, how he made the lame to walk again, and caused the blind to see. And then I cried, dear Jesus, come and heal my broken spirit. I then obeyed his blessed commands and gained the victory. 
Oh, victory in Jesus and my Savior forever. And he sought me and bought me, and with his redeeming blood, he loved me and I knew him, and all my love is due him. And he plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. I heard about a mansion he's built for me in glory. And I heard about the streets of gold and beyond the crystal sea. About the angel singing and the old redemption story. And some sweet day I'll sing up there the song of victory. And oh, victory in Jesus and my Savior forever. And he saw me and bought me, and with his redeeming blood, he loved me and I knew him, and all my love is due him. And he plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. And oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He saw me and bought me. God has blessed us with this another opportunity to assemble ourselves together for the purpose of worshiping him in spirit and in truth. If you're visiting with us today, I want you to know that we're certainly glad to have you with us here at Lodge Avenue. Hope you enjoy yourself while you're with us and we'll be looking forward to seeing you again real soon. Number 50 will be our song of invitation. This song will be sung for the purpose of inviting you to Christ. If you're here and not a member of the body of Christ, it's our prayer that you would come at the time of this singing of number 50 and do as the Bible teaches us all to do in order to become a member of the body of Christ. It is to hear, believe, repent, confess, and be baptized for the remission or forgiveness of your sins. And then you will be added to God's family. Also, if you were here to, you're here today and you're already a member of the body of Christ, but you've examined your life and through your own examination, you realize you, you're not living a life that's pleasing to God. It's our prayer that you too would come and do as the Bible teaches us all to do. Confess your faults one to another that we might pray one for another. Now, if you have your Bibles, we would like to look again at Isaiah 6. 
verses 1 through 6. Hope you all have your Bibles. And it reads, In the year of King Isaiah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims, each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled of his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongs from off the altar. Let's read on to verse 7. And he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this had touched thy lips, and thine iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. Let's use for a thought from this reading, coming into God's presence. Coming into God's presence. We have assembled here today for the purpose of worshiping the God of heaven in spirit and in truth. I wonder how often do you think about the God of heaven? How often do you think about how great he is? And we have assembled here on this day. It's called the Lord's Day. To worship, once again, to worship the God of heaven. Coming into God's presence. In verse 1, the Bible speaks about the year that King Isaiah died, 
I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. What about <clears throat> King Isaiah? You ever think about this king? The Bible said this was the year that he died. You think you go back to Second Chronicles. We don't need to go back then. You can in your spare time. But in Second Chronicles twenty six. Verses 16 through 21, we find about the life of King Uzziah. He ruled, I believe, somewhere around 52 years as king, a great man. As a matter of fact about it, he was so great he thought he was that one day he entered the temple and being king he starts to offer a sacrifice but we find that the priest the high priest said only the priests are qualified to offer sacrifices. Well, King Uzziah was became angry, and he started to rail and speak. And as he did, the Bible said a brown spot appeared on his face. Well, King Isaiah was becoming a leper. Can you imagine the king becoming a leper? Well, he was. He did. And he was cast out and placed in a house by himself as all lepers were. And his son took over the kingdom. But you think about this man becoming so great that he thought that maybe he was greater than the God of heaven. Coming into God's presence. First, there should be the upward look. As we continue to read here in verse 1, verses 1 through 4, that in the year of King Isaiah died, I saw, Isaiah had a vision of God. And you know, I wonder how often 
to you being a child of God. Think about how great God is. How often do you think about it? Well, let's continue to read here. I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Can you imagine the greatness of God? Above it, stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet. And with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another, saying, Holy, 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 holy is the Lord of hosts. God has always been holy and always will be holy. The Lord of hosts, the writer says, the whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried. And the house was filled with smoke. Once again, can you imagine the greatness of God? He's so great that the Bible says when he spoke said, the doorpost of the temple moved at his greatness. But then the writer begins to tell us how he felt about himself. Anyway, before we get to that, let's think about Once again, how great God is. And I ask again, Christian, how often do you think about God? How often do you think about him being your father? Let's go to 1 Peter. Glad to have Brother Ernest to read for us today. Let's go to 1 Peter. Verses 15 and 16. And let's see what the Bible says about God. But as he which has called you is holy, but as he which hath called you is holy. So be ye holy 
in all matter of conversation, because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. Once again, the Bible speaks of the holiness of God. He which hath called you is holy. How often do you realize that you becoming a child of God? You were called. And it was up to you to either answer or stay away. But the Bible said, he which hath called you is holy, so you decided to answer the call in obedience to the gospel. You were buried in this watery grave. Come forth. The Bible says being a new creature. Being a child of God. So being a child of God. The Bible says we need to be holy. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? He which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy. Child of God, every day of your life, you're expected to be holy. How are you going to be an example to an unsaved world if you are not holy? Hmm. Your heavenly Father is holy, so you need to be, I need to be holy. Let's go to the Corinthian letter as we think about this upward look. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 through 18. Let's see what the Bible says. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Wait a minute. Say what? Be ye not not unequally yoked yoked together together with with unbelievers. For what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion has light with darkness, and what concord has Christ with Belial, or what part has he that believeth with an infidel, and what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. That's, that, that's not McLean's doctrine. That's the Bible. That's the Bible. We're talking about realizing and thinking about the fact that if you are a child of God, 
You need to be careful who you associate with. As we used to say, be careful who you run with. That's the way we used to put it when I was in the world. Who do you run with? Especially on Friday night, Saturday night. Child of God, be careful. We're talking about, first of all, the upward look. Always keeping in mind who you are. Always thinking about and looking upward to your Father, which is in heaven. Not your earthly father, but your heavenly father. <coughs> In heaven. The first, as I said, the upward look. Second, there needs to be the inward look. Isaiah saw himself. What about you, church? What about you, Christian? Let's look at this. Verses 5 through 7. Then said I, as he thinks about this holy God, then said I, woe is me, I am undone because I'm a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Verse 6. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongs from off the altar. Verse 7. And he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this has touched thy lips. And thine iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. You became a Christian when you obeyed the gospel. You came hearing, believing, repenting, and being baptized. And you, you, you can't see that, but you, you, there were no hot tongues touching your mouth. But you came in contact with the blood of Jesus Christ. Being forgiven of your sins, you became a child of God. 
How often do you think about that, Christian? How often do you think about that? That is, if you've obeyed the gospel from the heart. Just as the writer's sins were forgiven when the serpent touched his mouth with a tongue with a hot coal. When you came forth from that watery grave, you came in contact with the blood of Jesus Christ and your sins were forgiven. Do you think about that? When you look, you're looking inward, right? You know your sins have been forgiven. Because of the inward look. Once again, Christian, how often do you think about that? At first he saw and said, boy, I am undone. Because I'm a man who, who has, a, you know, a, a lips are not saying the right thing and and I dwell with a people who do the same thing. This was before you became a Christian. But now you've become a Christian. You're looking inward. Third and last. As we think about coming into God's presence, there needs to be the outward look. <laughs> you know, let, let's look at, the, first of all, there is the upward look. We see God. Second, there is the inward look. We think about ourselves. You know, the Bible, examine yourself. Know ye not how that Jesus Christ is in you except you be reprobate. So you've looked at yourself, you've examined yourself, and you realize you, you're a child of God because you've had your sins forgiven. That is if you haven't committed any more. But the, what about the outward look? Let's look at verses 8 through 13. The outward look. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I. Send me. And he said, go and tell this people, hear ye indeed, but understand not. And see ye indeed, but perceive not. Make the heart of this people fat. Make their ears heavy and shut their eyes 
lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and be converted and be healed. Verse 11. Then said our Lord, how long? And he answered, until the cities be wasted without inhabitants and the houses without man and the land be utterly destroyed. And the Lord said, remove men far away and there be a great forsaking in the midst of the land. But ye in it shall be a tent, and it shall return, and shall be eaten as a tall, as a till tree, and as an oak whose substance is in them. When they cast their leaves, so the holy seed shall be the substance therewith. Here am I. Send me. Do you go and tell people about Jesus Christ? Do you? I don't hear no yes. It's so quiet. How often do you tell somebody about Jesus Christ? And the Bible said they may not listen to you or they may not hear you, but at least you are telling them. How often do you tell somebody about Christ? I know the pandemic has messed up everything. I know that. I remember when we used to have times when we would come together and go out into the neighborhood, knock on doors to try to have Bible study. Y'all remember that? We don't do that anymore. Because nowadays, you may not be allowed to knock on some doors. But still, there's that person you probably work with every day. You might, might even have a member of your own family that you need to be telling about Jesus Christ. Are you doing that, church? And as Paul talks about in Romans, we again, we don't need to go over there and read. He said, you know, he, he was eager to tell people about Jesus Christ. Even though he may be 
suffering because of what he was saying. He said, I'm going to tell him anyway. Because he realized, as Isaiah talks about, one day Jesus Christ is coming back. And all mankind will have to stand before him and be judged. One day, this earth is going to leave. And everybody that's not the Lord's going to be gone with it. As I said to him. but not you, child of God. Because you're doing what you need to do. You're telling people about Jesus Christ. And more importantly, you are living the life before an unsaved world. That means more than anything. You see, it doesn't matter you telling me about Jesus Christ and you living like that the, the devil. That won't accomplish very much, will it? But are you doing what the Lord has told you to do? Remember he said to his disciples, go ye into all the world. Preach the gospel to every creature. Are you doing that? Or maybe you're here today and you're not a child of God. But let me tell you, Jesus died so that you might have a way to get rid of your sins and, and, and to become a child of God and, and one day go to heaven. And be with this almighty God. Are you here today? Not a child of God? If you're not. I pray that you'll come. If you're a child of God. But you've, you've made a mistake in your life. And, and you need to do as the Bible teaches you to do. Confess your faults one to another. I pray that you will do so. While together we all stand and sing. And all you wash in the blood, and in the soul cleansing blood of the Lamb. And all your garments spotless are they white as snow. Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you walking daily by the Savior's side? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? And do you rest each moment in the crucified? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? And are you washed in the blood and in the soul cleansing blood of the Lamb? 
and all your garments spotless are they white as snow are you washed in the blood of the lamb when the bridegroom cometh will your robes be white pure and white in the blood of the lamb and will your soul be ready for the mansion's bright and be washed in the blood of the lamb and all you washed in the blood in the soul cleansing blood of the lamb and all your garments spotless are they white as snow are you washed in the blood of the lamb lay aside the garments that are stained with sin and be washed in the blood of the lamb and there's a fountain flowing for the soul unclean oh be washed in the blood of the lamb and all you washed in the blood and in the soul cleansing blood of the lamb and all your garments spotless are they white as snow are you washed in the blood of the lamb and all you washed in the blood and in the soul cleansing blood of the lamb and all your garments spotless are they white as snow are you washed in the blood of the lamb let church say amen a wonderful lesson it was a good lesson we need to be reminded about coming into the presence of the Lord that's good it when you walk through those doors this morning did you think about that you was coming into the presence of God <laughs> did you look up thinking about God did you look inward examining yourself and now we prepared to go out <laughs> and go out and carry the gospel wonderful wonderful message you know one of the things that really remind me in this message coming into the presence of god is that even before we came in the doors <laughs> we was in the presence of god <laughs> when we go out <laughs> we're in the presence of god some folk think that god is just in here <laughs> but but the bible says that if i made my bed in the grave <laughs> he's there if i go out in space he's there if i go to the bottom of the sea he's there <laughs> we are always in god's presence I had to remind myself of that sometimes. Sometimes when we're tempted to sin, <laughs> we need to remember that we are still in the presence of God. <laughs> Appreciate that, Brother McLean. That is a wonderful, wonderful message. Let's not just take it in our ears, but let's also act upon it as well. We have those that have come to make their desires known. Sister Deborah Green is coming and she's asking for the prayers of the church uh, for her cousin, Carolyn, who is going to be starting treatment for uh, leukemia tomorrow. Brother Lemio Cato is coming 
and he has asked for the prayers of the church. He stated that he is sin, and he is asking for the prayers of the church. Sister Minnie Gift, she's a member of Jackson Street, but she is asking for uh, prayers for Mr. Anthony Richardson. Uh, he's a security officer at the Richland Place, and she's asking for prayers for him. The Mr. Anthony Richardson, security officer at the Richland Place is Jackson Street Church of Christ. And you, this part is scratched at the bottom. You gonna place your membership here? All right, man. <laughs> Woo, praise God. <laughs> All right. I, I was going to say, she's, she's here so often, she likes family. Well, she is family. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. So what you say, Brooke? She's back home. <laughs> That's good. Thank you, sister. I appreciate that. We have to get together, y'all, when we stand up here. Of all of these and everything that's on here within a timely manner. And we may not always get it right, y'all. <laughs> But we appreciate y'all being courteous with us and, and being patient with us and helping us out so that we can get it out and make your wishes known. Brother Ernest Davis is also coming, stating that he is sin and he is asking for the prayers of the church for God uh, to give, grant him peace and patience. And Sister Elizabeth Jones, good to have her back with us today. She is stating that she is sin, and she is asking for the prayers of the church. And she says she brought her mother here back with us today again as well. Let's continue to pray one for another. And, and just, just pray that we can be truly what God would have us to be. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, once again, we come before thy throne thanking thee, Heavenly Father, you have been so good to us, Heavenly Father, even though we have not been the best for thee. Father, we come mindful of all of our sins, and we ask that you would please blot them out of the book of remembrance, whereby they may not come up against us in this life, nor even in that to come. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you please forgive all of those that have asked for forgiveness of sins and have repented of their sins. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would please bless those that those that will be dealing with treatments, Heavenly Father, those that have had treatments, those that have gone through different types of procedures or getting ready to go through them, we ask that you would be with them, Heavenly Father, and grant them the things you see they stand in need of. We ask that you please bless those that have come to ask for uh, friends. We ask that you would please grant them the things you see they stand in need of as well. We ask that you please be with those that are traveling, Heavenly Father. Please bless them traveling grace that they may get there and get back safe and sound without the loss of a loved one. We ask for those that are still in the hospital. We ask that you please bless uh, Sister Connie's son, Dion. Continue to bless him. Continue to bless Sister Carol Mary. Continue to bless Sister Andrea Shelton. Continue to bless all of them, Heavenly Father, those that are dealing with different type of illnesses. 
continue to be with Sister Erica Cancer's mother. Continue to be with them all, Heavenly Father. We ask that you please be with all of us and grant us the things in which you see we stand in need of. Bless those that are sitting here right now that are dealing with different situations. Bless them the, with the things you see they stand in need of as well. Those that's looking for jobs also, those that are dealing with things on the jobs, we ask that you please, please be with them as well. Help us, Heavenly Father, to understand that it's not always what we're going through, but it's how we go through it. And knowing with you, Heavenly Father, that if you are on our side, everything will be all right. Continue to guide us and be with us, Heavenly Father. Thank you for that son, Jesus. Forgive us and guide us. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. When the Savior calls, I will answer. When he calls for me, I will hear him. When the Savior calls, I will answer. And I'll be somewhere and listening for my name. Yes, I'll be somewhere listening. I'll be somewhere listening. I'll be somewhere and listening for my name. Yes, for my name. And I'll be somewhere listening. I'll be somewhere listening. I'll be somewhere and listening for my name. Now, if my robe is white, when he calls me, if my robe is white, I will hear him. If my robe is white, when he calls me, and I'll be somewhere and listening for my name. Yes, I'll be somewhere listening, I'll be somewhere and listening, I'll be somewhere and listening for my name, yes, for my name. And I'll be somewhere listening, I'll be somewhere listening, I'll be somewhere and listening for my name. I once again would like to thank Brother McLean for the message that he brought to us this morning. Let's all turn to page 822 as we prepare for the collection and for the communion. Page 822. Heaven came down. Page 822. 822. All film. That's all seen. Oh, what a wonderful, wonderful day. Day I will never forget. And after I wandered in darkness away, Jesus, my Savior, I met. And oh, what a tender, compassionate friend. He met the need of my heart. And shadows dispelling with joy, I am telling. He made all the darkness depart. Heaven came down and glory filled my soul. And when at the cross the Savior made me whole. 
and my sins were washed away, and my night was turned to day, and heaven came down, and glory filled my soul. And now the hope that will surely endure, and after the passing of time, I have a future in heaven for sure, there in those mansions sublime. And it's because of that wonderful day when at the cross I believe, and riches eternal and blessings supernal from his precious hand I receive. And heaven came down and glory filled my soul. And when at the cross the Savior made me whole. And my sins were washed away. And my night was turned to day. And heaven came down and glory filled my soul. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Deuteronomy 8, verse 18, notice. Remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your forefathers as it is today. Let's pray for the collection. Father God, we are so thankful for the opportunity to give back a portion of what is already yours, Father. We pray that everyone gave with an uplifted opportunity this day, Father. And we pray that the funds that have been collected will be used for the glory of your kingdom. These and all other blessings and favors we ask in the most gracious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The Lord's table is prepared to commemorate a fellowship, a communion of sacrificial love and the blessed mercy of God. Romans 4 and 25 states, He was sentenced to death because of our sins and raised to life to justify us. Let us pray. For the, well, let us go to Matthew first. Let's go to Matthew 26 and verse 26 and following. Then Jesus, the one who would betray, while they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until the day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Now let's pray for the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. 
Our Father God in heaven, again we approach your throne with all humility, Father, knowing that, that you are God and, and we have the opportunity to be, to be called your children because of the sacrifice of your son. And we come to commemorate that at this time, Father. Father, we pray that each soul here takes this bread and this cup, these emblems of your sacrifice, Jesus. We pray that each person here takes these emblems with pure heart and clean hands, Father. For it is in Christ Jesus' name that we offer up this prayer. Amen. Amen. Now you may open and take the bread. Likewise, a cup. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. This concludes this portion of service. Beautiful service this morning. We have two visitor cards. Mark and Stacy Gorriga, if I pronounced that correctly, all the way from Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Raise your hand. They get to drive the Father's Award today. They are on vacation. Even on the Lord's Day, on vacation, we worship God. Welcome. Hope that you've found us a friendly and warm congregation. Also, Mark Mitchell. Where's Mark? Mark Mitchell. Did he leave? Okay, have a card. Uh, I'm sorry, Robert Mitchell. I said Mark. Robert. No wonder you didn't raise your hand. <laughs> Robert. Robert. He's in the back, right in front of. Uh, welcome, Robert Mitchell. He is a newcomer to the area, uh, and we welcome you. Also, Robert, hope that you found us so warm and friendly congregation the way the Lord would have us to be so. So let's welcome our visitors, church. Thank you. Let's all turn to page 684 as we close. Page 684. 684. That's what it's not my own. Page 684. Let's all stand. Let's sing. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. And my treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. And the angels beckon me from heaven's open door. And I can't feel at home in this world anymore. And oh Lord, you know I have no friend like you. And if heaven's not my home, and then Lord, what what will I do? And the angels beckon me from heaven's open door. And I can't feel at home in this world anymore. 
and just up in glory land and we'll live eternally and the saints on every hand are shouting victory and their songs of sweetest praise drift back from heaven's shore and i can't feel at home in this world anymore oh lord you know i have no friend like you and if heaven's not my home and then lord what will i do and the angels beckon me from heaven's open door and i can't feel at home in this world to the Father in prayer. Thank you, Father, for letting us come and assemble and study another portion of your divine word. Thank you for our visitors to come out to receive a portion of your message. And I pray that you will build us up where we're torn down, make us strong where we're weak, and keep us to the next appointed time to study a portion of your word once again. All these prayers we ask in Jesus' name. Let the church say amen. Amen.